We are in so much trouble. Can't believe it. Looking around this morning, watch the news again. My mistake, my bad. God, when are we going to stop drinking the poison? All right, what's up? What's up? Tuesday morning. How you doing? Tuesday midday. How was Monday? Let's look back for a second. Did you rock it? Did you blast it out of the water? Are you sitting there going, hell yeah, look what I did, right? Damn, I hope so. That's the plan, right? If you didn't, guess what? I have an idea why maybe it's not happening for you. I've been thinking about this shit for a while now, and I come up with this. The reason that you're not rocking your world is because of all the poison you keep drinking, all the poison you keep taking into your system. You don't know what I'm talking about, do you? You don't understand what I'm saying, right? That's okay. Stick around. We'll we'll break this down for you. Before you know it, you'll be going, hell, man. It's it's a good da- it's a damn good thing. I almost died. You ready? You know what bad news does? You know what bad stuff does? It makes our life worse. Think about it. You sit there spending all your time focusing on all kinds of crazy-ass stuff that doesn't matter, doesn't improve the quality of your life. You're watching crazy-ass videos about people getting beat up, and, and you're hanging out and reading articles about hate and all this discontent, and, and, you, and you got your nose in the political realm, and every day you're hating on some Democrat or some Republican. How does that enhance your life? And, of course, some people take the, the nationalist approach. It's like, well, you know, you got to be involved in it because if you're not involved in it, we could lose this thing, right? And what I come back to that with is, okay, that's fine. If you're going to get into world affairs, what I would suggest you do is demonstrate your worth to be actually putting your nose out there in that by showing me how straightened up and squared away your life is. This is about that moment when most people start grumbling. They're like, well, I don't know what you're getting in my business for. It isn't about me. About the about the freedom of America. It's about this. It's about that, right? Yeah, it is. But it's also about you. It's about you getting so involved in things that you have no actual control over, other than yelling at your neighbor or some guy at the restaurant and flipping somebody off because they don't agree with what you're saying, right? You're not changing anything, including your life. When you're over there, got your head buried in the sand. You're covered up by all kinds of ideas that don't even belong to you. In the meantime, your life is going to shit. You're not getting your bills paid. You could use some more money. You probably work a little harder. Your relationship is on the rocks or you're struggling. I don't want to hear from people giving me information when their life sucks. Don't be telling me how great I can, my life can be when your life isn't where it's supposed to be, when your life isn't squared away. And what gives us the right to do that? We just can't seem to resist it. We just can't seem to resist our need to consume just a little more poison. I got to tell you, to be honest with you, I don't even have a clue where to begin on this. I don't watch a lot of news. I'll catch a clip here and there just to remind me of why I don't watch the news. I don't read any, read any articles. I do I do harvest information from a credit or, or what I consider to be validated um, sources of information like Audible. I listen to uh, Jocko Willicks and Dale Carnegie, and I've listened to tons of books, right? But... You got to be really careful about where you get your information. And the reason I say that is because a prime example of when some people made some decisions based on bad information happened on January 6th. Now, I'm not getting into either side of that, all right? This isn't a political conversation for me. This is about poison. Now, you do realize that there's no penalty for dispersing poison over the Internet. For me to tell you a story that impacts you in a negative way or more than that, that causes you to think like I do and hate on somebody, right? There's, you can have all the hate conversation you want, right? 
here's where it comes into play. It's when we take in that poison and it impacts us in a negative way. You walk up, wake up every day, and you're pissed off, angry. You hate your job. You hate your life. You can't stand the person you share your life with. Everything is in the toilet. How do you suppose that happens? There's probably a good chance that when you take a look at your life, there's nothing on the horizon that adds any interest, value, energy, or positive influence to what you have going on, right? You've got that flywheel effect going in full motion. That 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 flywheel is turning in the direction of misery, and it's going to take a while to get that bad boy stopped. That's what happens when we take misinformation and information that does not take us in a positive direction into our lives. When we start spending time with ugly people, we become ugly. When we start spending time with upbeat, happy people, we get happier. Life gets better for us. The question you need to ask yourself as we move forward is, what are you going to do to make sure that Wednesday is even better than Tuesday? Maybe it has something to do with how much poison you're going to drink. So there I'm working on the book, and it's about understanding our choices, right? And it comes down to honesty. And I think the problem that we have is that uh, in order for us to basically be able to identify the truth in the world, it has to start with being able to identify the truth within ourselves. And this is where we get all sidetracked and this whole conversation about living your best life goes awry. It isn't because it's hard to follow or it's difficult to enact in your life. It's simply because it's so contrary to what everyone has been taught to believe. Now, think about the scenario, the story. When we talk about poison. One of the poisonous ideas that keeps getting pushed out there and we tend to follow is the idea that owning a house, owning cars, being in debt is all okay. It might be okay for the right person. If you're all about the things you're doing when it comes to that house and all the things you love and you have plenty of time to do what you love to do and you don't really need any more money because you're doing all the things you love to do right now and there isn't anything else you'd add to it, you're doing exactly what you need to do as far as the American dream. Where the poison comes in is when they told the rest of us that we were going to be able to rock our world by doing the same thing as well. Are you rocking your world? Are you? Did you wake up this morning all energized because of all the great stuff you get to do because of the choices you've made, the, the big dream, right? Got the house, the car, the kids, the debt, you work too hard, you don't get enough time to play. When you do, do play, you usually drink too much. Ah, That's the reality of it. The truth is there is no truth. The truth is if you're listening to it on the Internet, if you're listening to it on the news, there's a pretty good chance some part of it is a lie or a manipulation. Some part of it is driven by an idea that someone has to perpetuate their agenda. How do you stay on the tracks? How do you stay on the tracks amid all of this crap that we continue to be that continues to be forced fed or down our throat? And I'm not just talking about one side of the fence. I'm talking it, it permeates our universe. I guarantee you the best way for you to begin is to start living the kind of life you want to live, the kind of life they, no one believes you can actually live, and that is where you're not exactly debt-free. You wake up energized, you're excited about at least some aspect of your life, and you don't mind working hard to get it. See, that's where the whole thing falls apart. This whole story about what we do. As a kid, I can tell you this, I didn't like mowing a lawn. As an adult, I still didn't like it any better. The question is, why do I, and more than that, why do you get up on Saturdays all summer long and take care of a lawn? It's because the what we've been taught, the poison we've been taught to believe, circumvents what we even know about ourselves or what we love to do. 
There will come a time when the sun will come out and it'll be summertime and you'll be out there Saturday morning running your lawnmower, feeling great about something you don't actually enjoy because, well, it's what they said you needed to do. Everybody needs a lawn, right? Let's talk about some other great sources of, of poison. Poison is attitudes and ideas that you have about the people you share your life with. This applies mostly to partners, to spouses, right? And where you can inject poison or where you can allow poison to come into your life is where you start listening to somebody that, you, that you, you're familiar with, you spend time with, maybe a coworker, maybe a friend, and they start talking about how great their life is, right? And they're talking about how great their, 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 their life is. And then all of a sudden, guess what? You start taking a look at your life and you're starting to think, well, you know, my life really isn't that great, you know? And they, they talk some more. Pretty soon you're downright disgruntled. You're over there. Ah, just leave me alone. Why are you in a bad mood? I don't know. I'm just in a bad mood. My life sucks, right? Whatever that is. What would happen if you turned that negative information into positive information? What if you switched that around to that same friend, but this time he's just talking about how amazing it is to be married and how nice it is to do things for his partner and, and how since they've started walking, they've gotten any even closer and they spend all kinds of talking about dreams. And that's the information that you're, you're taking in from your friend. When you look at your partner and you get home at night, how are you going to feel about them? Yeah, you know, maybe I should probably get up and do the dishes, huh? Maybe I could I could probably just do this or do a little of that. Hey, baby, listen, I ran you a hot bath. There's bubbles in there and there's a glass of wine already poured. Ooh. And guess what? Just like that, what was a negative situation, what could have been a downtrodden situation in your life just got a whole hell of a lot better. Right? That's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about not drinking the poison. You have to drink the poison. You don't have, certainly don't have to be like everyone else. And, and what's even more important than that is you certainly don't want to be like someone who is negative, sitting in the pit, hating on life, hating on people, hating on themselves. The goal would be to say, hey, bro, man, sucks to be you. Hey, I got an idea. Why don't you find something in life that inspires you? Why don't you go do something you enjoy? Right? All right. Well, then the second option we have is to step away from the step away from the crowd, right? Leave them to their misery because you got to understand something. Swamp things love company. That person you know that's in your life that all they talk about is how miserable their life is and how they can't and how they won't and how everybody else does and how they wish they could. Swamp things love company. You jump into that swamp with them. You start listening to them and and being that good friend to them and that ear. And you don't come at them hard and tell them, hey, listen, quit whining about it and do something about it, right? Find some joy in your life and that's what you'll have in your life, right? Don't jump into the the swamp with the swamp thing. Got to keep that poison out of your life. I spent a lot of time thinking about it. What I've come up with is this. None of us get through life unscathed life is a damage factory just there's just a process of being raised from a child to an adult is enough to damage and scrape you up pretty good and uh, you know you just witness it it doesn't matter it, um, social economics doesn't have anything to do with it people that come from affluent families and they have all the things they need they're still as jacked up as the rest of us right and so I think, I think there's an idea that we have that somehow or another, some people have it better than others, when the truth is none of us do. We're all susceptible to the influence of those around us. We all have egos. We all have pride. We all have shame, right? So here we go. We roll out into the world, and when we start thinking about who we are, we start forming ideas about that. 
The problem with that is if we don't have a clear understanding of who we are, it's really easy to run down a path and next thing you know you're deep into it and you realize, wait a minute, this isn't right. I'm not supposed to be doing this. And again, I bring that conversation back to the January 6th people, right? They, none of those people were planning on going to prison because of it. They were just standing up for their rights. They were listening to someone who said, hey, this is a good idea, and they believed it. And it didn't turn out to be as good of an idea as they thought because they didn't have the protection or the political clout that they were promised or that they believed they would have, right? There is the danger of going down that rabbit hole, taking a big old swig of that poison. And what really compounds the problem, our ability to read where the poison is, is the the constant information that comes to us that's designed for one purpose, to distract us from figuring it out on our own. The world does not want you to know that you can live a perfectly happy, content life without running out every day buying a bunch of crap. And you can do so without living in debt. You can do so without working 20 hours a day. I mean, there are people in the world who actually wake up, they spend four hours a day working, the rest of the time is theirs, they love their life, they have all the things they need, and more than that, they wake up energized and happy, excited. And it's really simple. Take a look at yourself. Ask yourself, why do I do the things I do? Take a look at yourself. Look at the things you're obligated to and ask yourself, how much benefit, how much value do I draw from doing those things, from owning those possessions, from incurring that burden that's related to the debt I carry for the life I've created for myself? Put simply, if you're not getting your money's worth out of the things that you purchased and the hard work you have to put in in order to maintain that lifestyle, you need to change something. All right, let's forget about a discussion about you actually changing anything about your life. Because the truth is most people aren't up for that. We're not up for the idea that maybe there's a decision we could make to make our life better. I, I know I've talked to hundreds of people about it. I'm like, hey, if there's anything you'd change about your life, what would it be? And they'll come off the wall with something simple or arbitrary like, well, I'd, 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 I'd change how much money I make. Okay, or I'd, I don't know. But most people just really accept and embrace the idea that they're happy. And they are, right? Just like inmates in federal prison. The question is, are you happy with your life because you are inspired by it, because it gives you access and adds energy to your life in the way of fuel and and how eager you are to wake up in the morning and energized? Here's a question for you. What are you working on right now that you're struggling to complete, but you just can't resist it? And down the road, you're going to see that progress turn into something, add some sort of value to your life. This podcast is a prime example. My second book is a prime example. The fact that I decided to go to work at a dealership, a car dealership for four months. What that is, that's a continual progression towards a destination that has yet to be achieved, right? It's a goal that I haven't gotten there yet. How many of those things do you have in your life? That is an indication of whether the information you're taking in is good for you or bad for you. That is an indication of whether you are continuing to grow as a person and continue to grow in your life or you're becoming stagnant and you're falling down on the job, right? Forget about change because if I start talking about change, you're going to tell me how much you love mowing lawns and how you don't mind working and your job isn't that bad and all those those standard responses. Well, let's see for a minute if you if we can bring this around to where you can understand it. 
The poison we've been ingesting is that bigger is better and that our, our life and our success in life is defined by the things we own and, and, and how the world perceives us. But I have to tell you something. No one gives two shits about what you own. I mean, yeah, they'll say compliments. And, of course, uh, owning a big-ass house is fodder for social media. It can give you that, that glimpse of, of, of notoriety, that moment of notoriety among your peers. But think about what happened to the post that you posted a week ago about your fancy house or how nice your car is. No one cares. I mean, you could tell if if people think they are that impressed with it, you'd have a million likes on everything you're doing. And the reason no one gives a damn about it is because it's not any more impressive than what everyone else is doing. And again, there's the other side of this poison. They have us believing that we are friggin' we are novelties, one of a kind people because we buy a house. They have us believing that because we drive a big old truck with loud pipes, big old jacked up, got lifted on it. You got to have a ladder to get in it. Great paint job. We're over there, got our arm hanging out the window. They have us actually believing that because we have acquired that asset that somehow or another, we are just simply amazing. We are superstars among men. And it's all poison. It's all lies. You think anybody cares? No. In fact, half the time, these Mustangs go down the road or these, these I call them the fast and furious cars. They go down the road and they have these ear-jarring friggin' muffler systems on them. And it's like, and you know the guy inside, he's behind the wheel and he just, he knows he's just, he's a rocket, right? And you watch the car go by and yeah, he's speeding, but he certainly isn't no Concord jet soaring across the sky. I mean, he's, and it's just this whole concept and this misinformation. And what does it do for us? It ties us down to the point that we can't make any decisions. Think about where you would be right now if you could be. Would you be in Hawaii? Would you be in uh, Florida on the beach? Think about what you're going to do today. How much of what you're going to do today is a choice, a full-blown, you know what, I think, you know, of all the things I want to do, I think this is what I'm going to do. If that's the case, keep rocking it. Problem is, that's not the case. You're not going to work because you love it. You're going to work because work is what's essential for you to maintain the lifestyle you've created for yourself. Bankruptcy, oh my God. Little old dumpy house. I mean, and that's the, that's what's ironic about it. People are, we're so short-sighted and we're so caught up in the, in the message that we've been given and what we believe about life. Uh, when Sandy and I sold our house and we bought the fifth wheel, what we got was a lot of, oh my goodness, you live in a trailer. In fact, one of Sandy's co-workers did say that. She was, well, you live in a trailer house, for God's sake, right? As if that's some sort of uh, substandard way of life. What we don't realize is that when you, when, you, when you build your life around things you enjoy that inspire you, it doesn't matter what the world thinks of what you're doing because your focus changes, See, right now, everyone's focus is pointing outward. We're all looking at the world. We're looking at social media and, and, and the news and what other people think. And we compare ourselves constantly to those around us. Why do you want to be like someone else? What's the matter with you? What's the matter with being more like you? They talk about poison in your life. It's all about the information we allow to continue to, to contribute to decisions that don't actually benefit us. How does owning that big house and that big mortgage make your life better? How does that 
asset give you more access to the shit you love to do i just got done watching a watching a documentary about a guy he's a former military uh swim a rescue swimmer right and he's post-traumatic and he he sails his boat uh from from florida to to cape horn right a sailboat small fiberglass sailboat right and i think wow what type of motivation do you think he has to have in order for him to do that it's all centered within himself there's no time for judgments about what other people think of him He's so busy in his zone thinking of where he's going and the experience and the benefit that he brings to the world because of his effort. And guess what? It was an amazing documentary and he's done a lot of good work since. But that's the difference between allowing someone to establish your narrative and allowing or settling down with yourself long enough to establish your own story. Who am I? I have no heartache with the fact that I live in a fifth wheel, right? Why? Because it's a launch pad. This isn't a status symbol for me. I don't give two shits about what you think of what I live in because my focus isn't on what you're doing or what you think. My focus is on me and what I'm doing. And this is where that poison comes in. We have to be really careful about where we draw our judgments and our, and our information from because a lot of that information has nothing to do with our best interest. It's a manipulation for us to follow the path, to jump on that well-worn path where everybody heads down that road and it all ends the same way. If you're ready to change it, you have to stop taking in every tidbit of information that's available to you. You have to start filtering it out so you have time to figure out who you are and what benefits you the most. If you're drinking poison, let's stop. If you're drinking poison and you're hanging out with people who are ugly and dark and and love talking about other people, now there's some real poison. All right, here's the deal. When it comes to people, I I have trust issues. I really do. And it's it's well-earned, right? I've had a number of people in my life, and I don't have a lot of really close friends because um, most people that have gotten into my life or gotten that close to me have screwed me over, right? One way or the other. So I'm kind of leery of of people in general. But the one thing you're never going to catch me doing is talking smack about someone else. You talk about a dangerous place to be in your life. You know, it's one thing to wake up disgruntled and unhappy with your own life. But where it gets bad is when you start focusing all of your energy, negative energy, on people around you. And you're that person that's always running your head about this. And you've got, you've got opinions directed at the choices of other people to the point that you're like, you're like, yeah, they suck and he sucks and this sucks and that sucks and, and that's bullshit. And this is, you know, you, you, you kind of know what I'm talking about. You got that person at work and no matter what's going on in their life, they're miserable, they're angry, and it's always someone else's fault. That is the ultimate in poison. That will kill you. That will drive you down to the deepest, darkest pit where you're actually thinking to yourself and you become obsessed, not by your own success, but focusing on everybody else's failures. And again, that's that misguided direction, right? And I understand it. Let's face it. The one thing about the American dream that we all have to accept is it's not that impressive. It's not. I mean, think about where you are right now as you're listening to this. Think about what your day looks like ahead of this. It's not this rock star lifestyle. You're going to grind it out. There are going to be things about your day that suck. 
If you could escape it, you would. And that's what we're talking about. Part of the reason we allow ourselves to get drawn into these into these cesspools of ideas that have no valid benefit to us is because it's a way for us to escape our own miserable existence. If you're into your life, you would be fully 100% into your life. That's why you have some employees who are great at their job, some employees who are good at their job, and some employees who don't give a damn about their job. If you take a look at the quality of life in any one of those individuals, you're going to see a comparison between how their life is, how much in control they are of their life, and the output that they, that they generate in their life, right? Great pe- people who are excited about what they do do a good job. People who are excited about their life live a good life. And it doesn't help when we allow ourselves to drop off the abyss as an excuse or as a way to escape our own existence. And yet again, we've been taught that. We've been taught to be entertained. That is noise from the outside coming in and occupying our, our, our mind, our brain matter, keeping us thinking about things other than who we are and what we should be doing for ourselves. Poison. And it's stopping you from achieving your ultimate success. It's stopping you from waking up with a smile on your face and enjoying the fact that, guess what, unlike someone You get another day to try it again. You get another day to be better at something. You get another day to get excited about some idea you have, even if in the back of your mind you don't believe it'll ever come true. Because let's face it, energy comes from dreams. How many dreams do you have going right now? How many dreams do you have cooking right now? If you don't have dreams cooking, don't have ideas, people shake their head and go, well, that's crazy. There's a good chance you're not going anywhere. You're sitting in the water. Your sails are down. There is no wind. There's no fuel in the tank. The motor isn't running, and you're just sitting there, just bobbing up and down. Is that really how you want to live your life? I certainly hope not. I certainly hope you're ready to start drawing some good energy in your life. Stop drinking poison. The information you take in will create the person you become. Take good information in. Develop good strategies for maintaining a positive attitude. Be the best version of yourself you can be. And I guarantee you, you will wake up and you will be where you want to be. And more than that, you will have the energy, excitement, and enthusiasm to accomplish anything you set your mind to do. The biggest trap we face in life is believing what we've been told, believing what we've been been taught when in actuality we know it's not true you know you're not rocking your world right now you know you get up every day and you grind it out and you have 20 more years before you can ever think about retirement and if you're lucky you'll actually manage to get there without any debt which is not too likely given the condition of our life right now you can do something about it or you can sit around and be grumpy about it and continue to take negative information and that drives your life down into the pit or you can start consuming information that elevates you to the point you say, yeah, you know, it is kind of tough right now. Eggs are seven bucks a, a dozen, but guess what? I'm going to figure this thing out. More than that, I'm going to do everything I can to live the best life possible. And if you're not ready to join me, I guess the biggest question is why not? What are you waiting for? You know, I get it. It's easy to get off course especially with all the information we take in, all the struggles we face during our life. When you define where you're going, when you define what's important to you, and you step away from all that noise, that's when you can start thinking about you. And that's when you can start defining your path based not on what you're being told, but what you know about yourself. 
I'm an example. Take it for what it is. Maybe I'm not impressive. Maybe you're not ready to hear this. But the truth is, there's a certain amount of freedom that comes from escaping the pressure that comes when we allow other people's judgments to define us. It doesn't matter what the world thinks of you. What matters is what you think of you. And if there was ever a source of energy to take you in any direction you want to go, it's going to be found within yourself. So take a look at yourself. Spend some time with yourself. Meditate. Walk. Talk. Spend some time with the people you love asking questions about the choices you make. Examine why it's so important for you to be the person you are right now. And more than that, don't resist the opportunity to change something. I guarantee you will benefit from it. Until next time, my name is Chris Hawkes, and this is Your Best Life Defined. <laughs>